0: Hey, welcome everybody to episode 61 of the Wheel All Serve podcast. I'm back uh, without my battle buddy, uh, Angel Torres. Again, I think he is completely scared of the uh, upcoming Army-Navy game and um, scared to hang out with me because, frankly, we've got the better uniform, we've got the cooler people, and we're going to win. Go Army, beat Navy. But uh, I can say that now. If he was on the screen with me, he'd probably virtually beat me up. And I'm scared of him, but uh, I'll I'll take advantage of the time. Angel, uh, you know, bottom line, you don't show up, um, uh, no show. I get to uh, I get to call the shots. Um, but for all the for all of you joining in uh, on this beautiful Tuesday uh, afternoon evening, wherever you might be, thanks for uh, spending a uh, couple of minutes with us. I'm very excited for our conversation today, uh, where I'm going to. Uh, uh, chat with uh, Frank Geringer from Pride Industries, an organization that I've uh, been fascinated with, and we'll talk more about that in just a little bit for their social mission and for the work that they're doing on many military installations, including uh, some that I've been fortunate to serve on. But I also want to get to know the uh, person behind the microphone, um, Frank himself, who served uh, 21 plus years in the, uh, in the Army. So um, I know he's with me on this whole Army-Navy game Thing, So we'll have, we'll have fun. Um, But uh, before I bring in Frank, um, just a reminder that however you are listening to this, whether it's on a podcast after we air, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and share. It makes it easier for people to find uh, the show, which is all about service, as I say, each and every week on this show. Um, It's not whether you put the uniform on and uh, all kidding aside, no matter which uniform you wear. Uh, the matter, uh, what matters is that you serve, that you serve in your community, that you make a difference in your community, have that social impact that I just mentioned. And um, gosh, um, we we need it now more than ever. We need people that are willing to step up and serve in hospitals, um, just lend a helping hand in your communities, and that is service. And for that, we are so grateful and if you are watching live um, that means you get the joys of actually seeing a uh, seeing me on camera and seeing our uh, guest on camera who i'm going to bring in in just a quick minute but finally finally uh, as we have this conversation in december of 2021 or wh- whenever you might be uh tuning in uh to the recording i hope you are staying safe uh staying healthy with your families and uh, certainly, um, I just wrapped up a week-long celebration of Hanukkah on multiple uh, military installations. Quite a uh, quite a festive time, festival of lights, and uh, for all of you uh, getting ready uh, for what will be, no doubt, a beautiful holiday season. Uh, I hope that you are enjoying and getting ready to enjoy with your with your families and friends, and uh, again, celebrating uh, safely. So, with that. Um, I am very excited to bring in, there we go, there he is. I'm very excited to bring in uh, Frank Erringer who I just mentioned. uh, He joined Pride Industries in 2012 after serving 21 years in the California Army National Guard and uh, one tour of duty doesn't look like he served 21 years, but uh, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. I uh, served in uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom in 2003 as a service-connected disabled veteran. And while serving in the National Guard, Frank worked in real estate as a loan officer and a realtor. Pride Industries, Frank supports three departments, recruiting to help facilitate the recruiting of veterans, the rehabilitation department by providing supportive services to veteran employees, as well as supporting the proposal department when responding to RFPs by drafting recruitment recruiting strategies to hire veterans. Frank's passion on the personal uh, side is to help veterans by volunteering and supporting the Veterans Support Organization the American Legion, AUSA, uh, the ES, uh, the uh, Employer uh, Sacramento Employer Resource Group, uh, the Veterans Affiliated Council, and the VFW. And in his spare time, you'll find Frank enjoying time with his family, traveling, and outdoor sports. So that's quite a bio, quite an introduction. Frank,
1: welcome to the program. Thank you, Shalom. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. so um, we're gonna talk about pride in a, in a little bit and I know you uh, I know uh, you you love what you do so much that even when we're on this podcast you're wearing a uh, pride shirt. I believe it's somewhere tucked over there. Um, there we go. Um, but let's talk about you. Let's talk about the person behind the microphone. you served 21 years. Tell us about you why you came in to the California Army National Guard and uh, after that maybe we'll talk a little bit about some of your some of your stories.
1: Well, the first and primary reason why I joined the military is uh, I love our country and I wanted to serve. And there's many people that uh, fought for our freedoms. And I wanted to make sure I can carry on that uh, tradition and provide that not only for my children, but also future generations. So it's an honor and privilege to, to serve.
0: And you know what? It's amazing. Um, being an army reservist myself, it's amazing. The, uh, the work that our guardsmen and reservists do in juggling multiple lives. I mentioned that in my uh, quick introduction uh, of you, that you, uh, you juggled, um, working in, uh, in as a loan officer, as a realtor, I mean, juggling those careers while also juggling increasing responsibility, serving 21 years. So, um, you, uh, uh, Frank, tell us about your, what, what rank did you uh, retire as?
1: I retired as E6, Staff Sergeant.
0: Fantastic. So um, certainly some uh, fantastic leadership responsibilities as a, as an E6. Um, and what was your MOS?
1: I had several MOSs. Uh, Administrative Specialist was a 71 Lima when I first joined. It was the uh, MP unit, so I also went to MP school. And then shortly thereafter, transferred over to San Francisco to 223rd MI.
0: Oh my goodness. So, no wow. You are, pain. you are a intelligent, um, secure and, uh, organized administrative professional. Lots of, lots of careers in there. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Cool. And I know that you, uh, you, you deployed, um, and, uh, and, and, uh, into, into Iraq, I believe. And, um, so, I mean, you always know that when you come into the service, you know, that it's, It's honestly, it's, it's expected that you, you come into the job ready to do whatever the country, whatever the nation calls on you to do. So, I mean, if you can talk about your deployment, talk about the, the unit that you deployed with and what your experiences were like and sort of walking away from that civilian career, walking away from family and going into harm's way.
1: You know, I thought it'd be a relatively easy process. Uh, one year doesn't seem like a tremendous amount of time. And, and being a, a reservist, I thought, you know, with my family, uh, I could see my family all the time. And, and um, having that opportunity to, to serve, there was things that I had to, uh, I was actually divorced at that time period when I got deployed. So when I was divorced, I had to go ahead and transfer all my bank accounts and everything else over to my girlfriend to take care of uh, my financial needs. Uh, making sure everything was secure on the home front. And I thought, you know what? It's just going to be a little blip of our life. Uh, so one year is not going to be too much of a change. And when I got uh, downrange and so forth, things happened. Uh, got hurt early on. I didn't see too much in the battlefield, but I saw more of the aftermath. So after several months being in theater, uh, I blew up my knee taking cover from a scud missile attack and uh, was uh, medevaced out of theater. And while uh, I was being medevaced, uh, we lost four soldiers. So that was the day I was supposed to push further into Iraq during that uh, time period. I ended up at Joint Base uh, Lewis-McChord. At that time, was Fort Lewis, Washington. Had some knee surgery and uh, uh, rehabilitative services, rejoined my unit and came back home. But what I had seen at Fort Lewis, the aftermath, um, a lot of soldiers with uh, traumatic brain injury, PTSD, vertigo, loss of limbs. so my passion is to help fellow soldiers. So upon my return, I thought, you know what, uh, my way of giving back is to support those organizations. And, uh, and, and first and foremost, I got to say this too, for the employers out there, um, Wells Fargo was my employer during that time period. And they had a, um, a uh, salary program where they maintain your salary. So if your income was less than the, the military income, less than what your uh, basic pay was for the uh, military and so forth, they'd go ahead and compensate the difference. So ESGR has a fantastic program for the employer support group for the Garden Reserve. Great, great program. They received a Patriot Award uh, for supporting veterans, which is really nice. Um yeah, so they it was, deserve
0: it, it. They deserve it for sure. That's awesome.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it was just a, a great opportunity. And, and when I came back home, and uh, I hooked up with different organizations: American Legion, the VFW, Disabled American Veterans Association, U.S. Army. And I uh, thought, you know what? This is my opportunity to spend some time and connect with my fellow soldiers and uh, support those uh, soldiers in need. And uh, you know, I've been truly blessed. I uh, had a, a really nice career in real estate and uh, as a loan officer, and, and um as a real term, then I got hooked up with Pride Industries. And 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 that's where my passion is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we're gonna talk all about that. But um wow, what what a story and thank you for your service. And thank you to uh to all of the employers and to all of the uh to all of the uh, families that obviously support that service and especially now um, you know, <laughs> the war ain't over. And, uh, the reality is that actually guardsmen and reservists are being called up more, more than ever, frankly. So, um, that is, that is, um, that, that's quite a story. Um, I, 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 I have to ask, um, and I, I talked to all of our guests about this. Can you tell us about your best friend or greatest mentor from your time in uniform? And are you still in touch with folks that you served with and
1: that you deployed with? You know, it's real interesting. I wouldn't say it would be any one person. It, it's the group of individuals. I keep in contact with as many uh, veterans that I serve with as possible. Uh, we get together on a regular basis, uh, events. It could be parties. It could be meeting at the VFW. Uh, we do participate in the Buddy Call 22. So Ah, uh, basically, what buddy call 22 is is reaching out to fellow soldiers in in need, and try, it's a health and welfare check. So we make phone calls and send emails or send a text message. Hey, buddy, you okay? And uh, we try to keep in in contact with one another. So I wouldn't say there's any. Let's say one person. It's basically uh, uh, as a collective group, we support each other.
0: Yeah um that's that's incredible and that's that's uh what it's all about and again i'm i'm currently serving and you know the relationships that i've developed are are amazing and you 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 get to know people at such a such an amazing level and and um and you have just so much in common it, it is a, just an extended family which is um which is awesome and i should say that uh, about esgr so i'm i'm fortunate to uh, serve as the employer uh employer outreach uh uh, chair for uh, for the state of Illinois for ESGR, and uh, so so passionate about the work that we do because it enables um, those service members to uh, to deploy um, and and uh, where where appropriate to adjudicate uh, issues. Um, but m- far, far better than, uh, than fixing issues is when you get to, uh, deliver that Patriot award, uh, celebrate employers that are doing the right thing. So let's talk about employers. So mm-hmm. Frank, as I mentioned, you are, uh, you are with pride industries. You've been with pride for, uh, for almost a decade now, it sounds like. And, um, which is, uh, which is awesome. So I, I have to, I, I have to say that I, uh, I'm currently on Fort Bliss and, um, you can't drive a block without seeing a Pride Industries truck um here on Fort Bliss, um, painting something, mowing the lawn, doing something. And I'll tell you up until a month or two ago, I really didn't know anything about the about the about the company. And um, once I learned, honestly, I've been blown away. And that's when I reached out to you and your team, said, gosh, we just have to, we have to profile you. We have to talk about the work that you do. And I have to say to you and your entire team, thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing. And uh, it's exciting to see um, that, that social impact within an organization. So Frank, before we talk about your time at Pride, tell us just overall the, uh, the mission and, and, and why the company exists.
1: Oh, you know, we have a fantastic story on that. Um, Pride Industries was basically born out of a church, basement of St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Auburn, California. A small group of parents came together and their children had developmental and learning type disabilities. And so they wanted them to be self-sufficient when they passed on. So they focused on two areas, life skills coaching, and job coaching so they could have independent living and be successful so now we fast forward and this is back in 1956 or 1966 so fast forward 55 years later now we have uh, 6,000 employees in 22 states our annual revenues are roughly about three hundred fifty million dollars. We're fully self-functional. We do have a foundation. Uh, we do a lot in the local community. We do a lot to help out people with disabilities. Um, about sixty-five percent of our workforce are people with uh, disabilities.
0: Yeah, and I um, so I, I I am the Jewish lay leader on Fort Bliss. I, I lead. There's no Jewish chaplain, so I I lead um, all of the uh, services and uh, and programs. And so. There was um, about a month or two ago. We had a work order that um, that we needed for something in the chapel. So I, I worked through my NCOIC. We put the work order request in. Somebody showed up and um, and he came to to do the to do the work, and um, and. I realized that there was a language barrier. So I, um, and I'm in El Paso, so it's common that um, that we have many folks that that don't speak a you know perfect English, and that's great. So I called over an NCO, and I said, I, I need help. And then he came and he said, Sir, this isn't this isn't a language barrier. Uh, this individual is is deaf. I was like, Oh, wow! And then that was the moment that it hit. The work that Pride does, I actually Googled it, and I started learning a little bit about that about that mission. So, again, for my uh, friends and battle buddies that are uh, tuning in from Fort Bliss, I know you know what I'm talking about, and I know that you see it. And and frankly, we need to tell the story uh, a lot more about the uh, about the uh, the mission and the, the story, the roots of Pride Industries. But Frank, beyond Fort Bliss, um, where where else um, is is Pride uh, serving? I know you do a lot of military installations, a lot of government, but where else?
1: So we've got roughly about uh, 54 DOD contracts at different military bases. <clears throat> we also have the uh, Bureau of Engraving Printing in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, that's where all the currency is being printed at the current time. Uh, we have an airport, Sacramento National Airport. Uh, we are certified to do hospitals. We do have two contracts working on a hospital on the prison grounds, uh, California Department of Corrections in Stockton, and also the California Medical Facility in uh, uh, Vacaville, California. Uh, we do have some unique contracts. Fort Gillum, Georgia is a crime scene, and, and there's certain caveats as far as the application process. So candidates have to submit a DNA sample. Uh, locations such as uh, Navy-based Ventura County, where they have the nuclear subs and so forth, require top-secret security clearance. So there's some of those uh, sensitive-type uh, contracts. Uh, we have a lot of commercial custodial contracts around the country and right now i believe we have roughly about 150 courthouses so we primarily do building maintenance ground maintenance custodial type work and then in addition to that we have one electronics division in Roseville, california where our headquarters is
0: wow i'm chatting with uh Freight from uh, pride industries uh talking first about the uh some of the uh some of the areas where uh pride industries is serving many government contracts uh fascinating fascinating uh, work and I know um pride is involved with so much more than just fixing a door and uh, and landscaping what are some of the uh, what are some of the services um, and uh and skills and capabilities that your team at Pride industries has
1: you know it's truly really amazing we hire from everything from entry level positions custodial to executive director uh, positions um <clears throat> A lot of the contracts we do get are from Ability One. their set aside program for people with disabilities. So a base commander can put the contract out for competitive bid, or they can give it to a uh, non-profit organization. It goes underneath the umbrella of Ability One, and under that umbrella is Source America, and they have approximately about five hundred NPAs, nonprofit agencies like Pride Industries. Uh, we, are, I believe it was one of the larger ones with about $350 million in revenue. Goodwill Industries is another one with, uh, I think they have the greatest number of employees. Uh, but the supports that we provide for people with disabilities would be job coaching, counseling, uh, career counseling, job placement services. So we have a pretty robust department. We have a very, very robust department when it comes to rehabilitation services.
0: You certainly do, that's, uh, that's incredible. And um, so Frank, talking about your role, um, you are obviously a veteran, you're in this position. Um, how did you make your way over to Pride Industries and tell us a little bit about what your day-to-day looks like?
1: You know, it was quite, in- quite interesting. I got invited to attend a, a career fair with a friend and our uh, former um, or late uh, president CEO was also in the National Guard. And he was used to say, no one finds Pride by accident. And, and there's always a purpose, there's always a mission. And, and when I walked over and, and, and saw the banner Pride Industries and it had power of purpose. So I walked over there to find out a little more about it and spoke to the recruiter and uh, kind of told him my story, you know, I like to help out veterans. And he goes, you know what, I'd really like to see if our organization can hire some more veterans. So a few months later, they actually carved out a, a new position. So instead of a recruiting position it's actually a veterans liaison. And, and so there's three components to it. Uh, one is to recruit veterans. And under that component, work with a lot of referral partners because we're recruiting a lot of um, uh, disabled veterans. So we work with the VA, Voc Rehab and Employment Service, state workforce agencies, the DVOPs, the uh, wounded Warrior programs from each one of the, the branches, the Army Recovery Care Program, Navy Safe Harbor, AFW-2 program from the Air Force, Winter Warrior Regiment, uh, a lot of other nonprofit organizations uh, that we get referrals from and then on the rehab services side uh, work very very closely with um, uh, our rehab department because we have a lot of individuals that are working in physically demanding positions so this department of defense contracts i was talking to you about half of them are working in the commissaries and so they start seven o'clock eight o'clock in the evening work to one two three in the morning and they're doing um, stocking shelves And so that's a lot of lifting and bending and stooping and uh, clearing out the shelves. And and the other part of the contract would be janitorial services. So those types of jobs are very, very physically demanding. In addition to that, the other half are base operating support services contracts, total facilities maintenance. So like at Fort Bliss, what you had mentioned, that's our largest contract. There's roughly uh, 450, almost 500 employees out there. Ah, uh, we have almost, I believe, about a hundred veterans that are currently working on site, and about seventy percent of those veterans have uh, disabilities.
0: That is, uh, let me make sure my, uh, yeah, there we go, my mic is on. Um, that is absolutely awesome, and um, and. I again, I, I see a day today, and, and now I've, I'm sort of more acutely aware of, of what's going on around me, and that's, uh, that's incredible. So, uh, you mentioned the foundation. I know you, even though you are uh, a self sufficient organization, you do uh, continue to have a foundation. What does, what does that foundation do? And, and uh, you know, as we sort of get closer to the conclusion of our conversation, um, what's the call to action? What can, what can people do to support that foundation? Um, and support the amazing, amazing work that Pride Industries is doing.
1: So the, the foundation does, does a lot in the local community. that do a lot for our employees. Uh, what we do uh, offer is uh, paid internships. So, and I'll give you a, a couple examples. And um, we, we brought in a uh, individual very, very recently that is uh, service-connected as well, has some uh, PTSD issues and, and those kind of things, and uh, brought him in to help with recruiting. So he retired after 22 years in the Army, uh, 16 of which as a recruiter, and now he's a full-time employee. So our internship program is uh, no more than 25 hours in a week, 250 hours maximum, with the intent that there'll be a job at the end of the internship. And if there's no job at the internship, then we have job developers that will do job placement services. Mm-hmm. So these paid internships are fantastic. Along with the internship, we want to make sure the individual successful. So they have a job coach that works with them and they also have a counselor. So there's all the support mechanisms to make sure the individual is uh, successful. So now this individual has been with us for almost a one-year anniversary now. So it's just fantastic. Our veteran numbers are increasing as far as uh, our veteran hires. Uh, there's another example of uh, going through our local EDD office, State Workforce Agency. Uh, we had a uh, individual that had some um, significant issues with PTSD and those kind of things and wasn't sure what exactly where he felt in the, in the place. So I invited him to our corporate headquarters, uh, gave him a tour of our facility. Uh, bear in mind, our corporate headquarters is kind of split up in, in three different areas. You have your administrative functions and another area is basically warehousing. So we do a lot of fulfillment services for uh, Hewlett Packard. And, uh, and he was able to see all the um, the trucks and, and the pallets and uh, materials that were moving. We ship out roughly about 3,000 units a day of printers and toners and those kind of things. And then also we have electronics division. And uh, where people are either working individually, uh, soldering uh, components onto circuit boards, or sometimes they may work in a group setting. They may put T-packs together or nuts and bolts for um, solar packages. So sometimes people with disabilities like to work in, in a team environment. Mm-hmm. So this individual, and, and then also we walk past the mail room, goes, you know what? Uh, what's truly amazing is to see their eyes light up going, you know what? I can do that. What is that position? I want to do that. So this one internship was actually split into three areas, uh, working in the mailroom. It was also doing electronics and it was also working in the warehouse and that, that, led into a full-time employment for this individual as well.
0: Yeah. Um, that's, that's, uh, amazing. And, uh, those impact stories are really, I'm sure what makes it all, um, worth it. So, uh, I, I've learned a lot in our conversation over here. I've learned a lot in terms of the work that, uh, again, Pride Industries is doing, is, is doing has been doing the story behind uh, the organization. A little bit about that foundation, of course, your story, Frank. Um, and uh, I know that there are a lot of opportunities, um, both for veterans as well as for those with disabilities. And um, I'm sure our listeners are uh, sort of eagerly, eagerly looking for how they can learn more and get in touch with you and your amazing, amazing team at Pride Industries, uh, where can we send them?
1: You know, uh, there's a couple of different things that we just added on very, very recently. If individuals are looking for employment, they can uh, text the word purpose to the number 242424. And what will happen is there'll be a link that'll go onto the individual cell phone and they can search our hourly type positions or more or less entry level positions. Pride Industries, great uh, organization as far as advancement opportunities. People can start off as, let's say, a custodian, get promoted to a lead supervisor, manager, regional manager, or they can start off in school trades with a material trades helper and get promoted to a building maintenance technician, then get certified as HVAC or a carpenter. So there's plenty of advancement opportunities and also the ability to relocate across the country uh, because we are in 22 states. Uh, In addition to that, we do have a brand new I am able hotline. So people can dial 844 I am able and uh, they can reach uh, our department. And if they are a veteran and they can get funneled right into my particular area and I can work with them one on one. Uh, like to work with veterans. Uh, we have a lot of veterans out there that may need help with uh, resume preparation. There's a lot of younger soldiers that never had to do a resume. They lived at home with their parents and, and uh, attended high school. And then after high school, they had a choice, uh, college or get a job or serve the military. And if they went on to college, uh, then they're ready for their career because four years had gone by. Or if they were with an employer, they're getting promoted. But these individuals, they went to basic training and then advanced individual training, got down range and uh, some battle drills and come back and they may not be the same. So a lot of the wounded warriors out there need additional supports. So in some cases they have to identify my new me, uh, you know, who I am. And, and that's something I really take pride in is trying to help out those individuals. So we work with them with uh, with the resumes, uh, interview prep. And, um, and I want to make sure if they take the time to fill out the application that be considered for it, so always check back with them, you know, give me a phone call or send a text or email. Hey, I applied for this position, you know, where do I stand? I want to make sure my application is complete. So and and uh, the best way to reach out is 844-I-AM-ABLE is the line. And I also um, give up my cell phone number as well, uh, 916-225-7951 or they can go ahead and uh, my name should be on screen, at prideindustries.com. Try to make myself as accessible as possible. And uh, I think one of the greatest um, challenges that we have, we have a lot of veterans out there that, you know, I've submitted an application, never heard back. Well, I want to make sure that, you know, that they're recognized, thank them for uh, applying and uh, follow up with them as well. (laughs) Frank, you take uh, pride,
0: uh, no doubt, in everything that you do and, um, I am honestly blown away. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm completely and totally blown away. And I look forward to finding so many ways to collaborate with you and your team and just spreading the word to uh, those in the community, Uh, raising awareness, because frankly, I think that not enough people know your story. Um, and that of pride industries and know about the amazing work that you and your team are doing and, and truly God bless you and your team for your commitment. Um, it's not every day that we have somebody uh, that's serving in a, in an organization that's clearly growing busier than ever. That's uh, thrown his cell phone number out there and just saying, reach out, let me see how I can help you. And let's see how we can, uh, how we can make a difference together. And um, that continued support. And I know that everybody in your organization, regardless of uh, abilities, um, they uh, take pride in uh, serving uh, those that serve, uh, those that put the uniform on, and I see it each and every day when uh, you know I'm at the when I'm at the commissary and when I'm walking around Fort Bliss, and you know they they, they treat every soldier regardless of rank, um, title or position with enormous respect. How are you, sir? Um, and and just being very, very careful to make sure that everything that they do is meticulous and that it's it's all uh, enabling, again, that, that, that incredible service. So again, I've been chatting with uh, Frank Goringer from uh, Pride Industries. Amazing, amazing organization. I've learned a lot. And I hope that everybody here has as well. And I hope that if you do, if you remember one thing, it's share this, uh, you know, share this recording with somebody, tell them about the organization and have them, uh, again, uh, text, email, call, um, but learn more at the very least, just learn more and make sure that somebody that, 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 uh, either needs, you know, needs that, 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 uh, maybe an opportunity, uh, there are opportunities that are, it sounds like are growing around the country and, uh, who knows, maybe even around the world, uh, those opportunities, um, are, are, are there. And, um, finally, finally, my final comment over here is I hope that this will inspire other organizations. I hope that this will inspire other companies to, uh, to develop that mission um and uh be copycats i think that that's a good thing i think that if there's uh, something that that uh, a company can do is in 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 looking at the example of pride industries and, and developing that social social mission and hiring those of all abilities um that that would make me uh, so proud indeed to hear those stories so definitely uh, again if you uh, if you are not yet subscribed uh, please do so because we always have amazing people like Frank Goeringer. Frank thank you for your service thank you for your continued service as we say each and every week on this program we all serve and you are continuing to serve in your capacity pride industry is doing some amazing amazing thing things um, so thank you so much for taking time on uh, on a busy Tuesday evening to uh, to join us in this conversation and I look forward staying in touch and, as I said, developing many synergies with you. Um, any uh, any final comments as we, uh, as we conclude this conversation?
1: Uh, yes, please. <clears throat> um, people want to connect with Pride Industries. Our website is prideindustries.com. We have over a thousand jobs available across the country. Uh, plenty of opportunities to come in with little, no experience to uh, fully experienced. So I want to take this opportunity and thank Shalom for, it's been a pleasure. So I want to thank you for this opportunity to talk about Pride Industries today.
0: Oh, thank you. I, I hope that this will be the first of uh, of many conversations, um, and uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm truly pumped up, and it has nothing to do with this uh, cup of coffee that I'm holding in my hands. I'm excited. I'm caffeinated, and I'm and I'm uh, I'm just uh, motivated by by the work that you're doing. So again, Frank, thank you so much. As we said. Um, and again, to all of our listeners, uh, we all serve and we look forward to, uh, to sharing your stories, get in touch with me and, uh, be sure to subscribe, rate, review and share. And we'll be back with another conversation on the next episode of the we all serve podcast. That's a wrap for us. Thank you so much.